Look at that. Success. Without a hitch. Yeah, that's Scott, perfect. Can you hear me? Like I hear y'all, but y'all sound like. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, well, gonna... you definitely don't sound like Barry White right now. I'm gonna tell you that right now. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so Al, I was telling you earlier that I was gonna bring something up in the very beginning because it pretty it really upset me. How in the fuck does Florida State <laughs> or Georgia not make the goddamn Final Four? Oh Jesus! We're three minutes and twelve seconds in. He's already quit. I'm just saying that's crazy, right? No. So my only thing is, it's going to sound bad, and people are going to be like, "I'm probably going to get text messages after I say this." But a big part of me honestly hopes that Florida State beats Georgia just to prove a fucking point. To be honest. I think it's not going to be a good game, although I wish that both of those teams would approach that as the national championship game and play hard. But, you know, now that they're not in it for the, the title, they're probably I, I wish Kirby Smart and, 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 the, and uh, Mike Norville would have gotten together and like, here's what we're going to do, bro. We're going to play this game, but we're not going to – no one's going to score. Like, we're going to get to the, the, the line and just fumble. We're not – none of us are going <laughs> to score. Like, this game is going to go down to history a scoreless – but no one score. Someone has to win, bro. Look, hey. yeah, that's about where you're at right now. That's about <laughs> where you're at. <laughs> that's how I feel. I just, I when I when I saw it, I was like, because you know, I don't watch like the, the the recaps and I don't watch the shows or nothing like that. So then I was I was looking and I was like, oh, who's playing? And then I looked and I was like, what? I saw all these articles, dude. That was like Florida State got snubbed. I was like, what? It's like they won. Bro, I'm, I'm, I am very fr- only because everybody uh, you watch the news, you're like, well, they're on a they got a third string quarterback. Do does everybody forgot about fucking Cordell Jones, yep. Ohio State? First game he ever started in wins the yeah. Big Ten. Wins the I mean, next, look at uh, decisively. Then he wins his first playoff game and then beats the shit at Alabama Nash. Like, how are we see? They're they're saying because he came into that game and they won fifty nine nothing. That's why because he made a statement. But at the same time, Alabama's had tons of quarterback problems this year. They're there, Bro. right? Just because they beat Georgia. I mean, <clears throat> Alabama is going to absolutely steamroll everybody, and and uh, that's going to be that. So. I don't think so. I, I think they're going to absolutely steamroll everybody. I mean, I, I hope they don't. I hope they don't. <laughs> they're. It's crazy. I, if I didn't love college football so much, I'd fucking never watch again. But I, I don't watch the pros, so it's it's okay though because next year they're gonna fix all that, right? They're gonna fix it because now we'll have more teams, and so that's that's what they they keep saying that is like, well, next year it will be good. Tell that to all the guys at Florida State that won a championship, went undefeated, and they were told, yeah, you got a third string quarterback. I don't think it's I don't work. like Stephen A. Smith. I don't like. Not a, not a Stephen A. Smith fan, not not my guy, but he made he made a comment and I was like he's spot on. If Deion Sanders was the quarter was the head coach of Florida State, they'd been in. They would have been in. Period. Oh, I agree with that. I agree. Period. Yeah. Period. It sucks, but <clears throat> hopefully they play a good game. You know. I hope. Scott, I, I hope. Better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we hear you. What about now? <laughs> yeah. 
It puts the lotion on his skin and also gets the hose again. I almost got the holy water, bro. I thought you was possessed. I thought we were going to have to bring Angela on a little bit. Hey, turn that shit back on. Turn that back on. You should do the whole thing like that. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I need a hundred thousand. We're doing anonymous now. Yeah. What about this one? You can hear me about this one? That's how I sound. Yeah. Much. Yeah, some for some reason it was it was doing. I had something to hit, and it was like you guys were like super muffled. All right, I'm, a, I'm gonna do a test. Yeah, the auto tune turned on too high. Yeah, what about this? Nah, no. can't hear that. We no. can't. Nah. Sounds sound like somebody getting thrown down a flight of stairs. What about <laughs> that? Somebody, somebody pregnant baby mama got done that. Yeah, you can. Yeah, we're gonna get copyright. You can hear that, but there's no words, yeah. and, and it's so oh, short yeah. it can't be covered. There you go. What about Hold this? Up. Yeah, I got you. It's working. I got to get that same soundboard, man. Okay, yeah. this thing. You got to show me how to use that. What about this one? <laughs> yep. All right. I don't know, but you don't like this one. <laughs> no, that one's that sounds good now. Yeah, that one? this good. one. Where's this one? Do you have this one? That's all I want to hear. All right, we're, we are live. I, I don't know if yeah, I actually said we're that we're live. Oh, oh, they'll be okay though. Watch us work it out. There's two people at least going, they'll figure the shit out. It's okay, yeah, yeah, or they won't. Yeah. I mean, it's okay, they're gonna laugh the whole time, right? It's gonna be good. Today's a good one. What's going on? What up, Julie? There she is. Yeah. Julie up in Louisville. Yeah. So, who's going to introduce our guest today? I didn't I even get it. a chance to see the brief. Al Hero's got it. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm, I'm super pumped about this episode. For one, she's she is, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think she's the first actual female veteran we've had on this show. Yeah. yeah she is. Yeah, the, other two, the, other two the, the other two are not veterans. They right. were not. They, I mean, they do stuff for veterans, but they are not actual veterans. So we've got today, we've got Angela Kay coming on. She is phenomenal. She is a, um, was a CB in the Navy, right? Eight or nine years as a, as a CB, which is, which is pretty legit. Pretty much Navy's version of combat engineers. She's a combat veteran, actually served in Iraq, um, did a combat deployment um, during her time in the bees. Um, and then now she's a, Stand-up comedian owns a production company. Does a lot of other stuff with with veterans. Super excited, right? Like I said, I, you know, today is a special day. Obviously, December seventh, right? It's part of the yep. CB song. It's, it's in the CB song. It um, is you know, Pearl Harbor. So big deal to have her coming on um, as a as our first certified female combat veteran killer. So I'm pretty pumped to have her on, right? Um, I don't feel like I, I said it on on uh, Willis's podcast. I don't feel like our female veterans get the respect that they that they deserve, right? You know, they don't get the, the accolades, as a, in my opinion, as a lot of male combat veterans do or special operations guys do. And, you know, they just, they, they you know, they don't get the, the thank you for your service as much as I think they should. So I'm pretty pumped to, to, to have her on, get her perspective on things and just just really bullshit with her. So, um, yeah, that's kind of it. Hey, man, you like to say pumped a lot. I noticed that. Fucking there's, there's a reason, but don't ask uh, him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I pump it up. I like to say fluff too. But we'll talk about that. Hello, 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 Angela. Angela, how y'all doing? 
remember the 7th of December. God, I had to learn so much shit for that fucking CD Combat Warfare. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I had to do the CV song, though. No, they fucked with me a lot. Like, I had a senior chief that he kept asking me what was the uh, catastrophic event that sparked the creation of the Seabees. And I was like, Pearl Harbor. And he was like, give me 25. And I was like, fuck you. That's the answer that is on Google. And then finally, I found out it was the Battle of Wake Island and told him to give me 25. Mm. And that did not go over well. So Probably not. I would have said it was the John Wayne movie, right? Was that the catastrophic event that sent them into the uh, <laughs> atmosphere? Man, What's I don't it? know about y'all, but looking at how they had their uniforms on that movie, I know it was a movie from a long time ago, but like, did it not make you kind of, you know? Well, those were legit. That's how they were back then. What was the bulldozer's name, Matt? I don't know. I don't care. You don't Bulldog. remember the, bull- the bulldozer's <laughs> name? Natasha, bro. John Wayne's bulldozer in The Fighting Seabees. Bro, like I watched the movie one time because I was forced to. That's it. I didn't memorize the movie. I'm sorry. Natasha, bro. I'll never forget that. Because I was like, mm. Angela, I got beat for not knowing it. I don't remember what the fuck I said. <laughs> Lucinda. I was making up names. Swallow Keys. See, I, I, did, I did my warfare pin on de- on deployment on a debt. So there's only like 30 oh, people gave, there. They gave you your shit. I know. I, I, got guess, the same, yeah. I got the same two points you got for getting it. I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey. This all they gave us in anchors. Here you go, fellas. So these are they did. Thanks, fuckers. You fucked Hell up yeah. now. So That's how are funny. you doing, Angela? I am great. I am great. We're Just so happy to hanging happy. out with you guys. How y'all doing? We're doing yeah. good. We're good now. We've got a sister in the building. I know. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, well, I was saying if you, if you didn't hear the intro, like you are at our official first female combat veteran on the show. Oh, I'm not a combat You're number veteran. one. You went oh. to Iraq. No, I went to Kuwait. Same shit. You were in country. In the same area. I mean, get your ass blown up there too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We did hear a lot of that going on around us. What What was the time frame you were there in Kuwait? I was in 2009-2010. I mean, I probably came through when you were there. Were you? Where, what part of Kuwait were you in? What camp? Um, camp Morale. Oh no, I was no, I was at some other places, but that's awesome like, though. Close to Ali Asaleen. Yeah, I was in. I, I was at Ali Asaleen a couple times. Yeah. I'd go pick up Comsec and whatnot. I was in Kuwait for R and R. That's where they. That's where they. That's how they took care of us. Yeah. One year. One year in country. You guys can go to the Marble Palace for the afternoon. Like, thanks, fuckers. <laughs> Hit that Burger King. Hit that Burger King. Swim <laughs> under the pool a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hold on for a second. Sure. Ty said, unless I heard it wrong, you said you had to go there to pick up Comsec. What? <laughs> um, you pick up over there? Communication security trunk keys. Oh, I, I was in the navy. Sure. I picked up I a lot of cups. Yeah. I'm sorry. I yeah, should have like, wait a minute. Brother, my words. Yeah, <laughs> I, I could have turned into a whole other thing. Hey, right. But let's be honest. Why is that the first thing that came to mind when he said that sentence? Like I was tracking with communications in the navy. That's why maybe I was. If, I, I, if, we're, picking, if we're picking up cum sacks, I'm headed back. Like, where do I? Oh my god! <laughs> I'm gonna book a ticket right now. You know what I'm saying? That's funny. So, uh, Angela, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Where are you from? And what uh, made you join the military? Because I do believe you were a little bit late entrant into the military. Were you not? Yes, I was. Um, well, let's see. I was born overseas and I've lived in Texas since I was real little. So 
Uh, I kind of consider Texas my hometown. I've I've even lived down in Houston where you are. As so, all true Americans should. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I actually joined the military when I was 31. Uh, I, I was actually talking to my grandma about like, I don't know how I'm going to get the money to finish school, blah, 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 blah. And she was like, I think your school can get paid for. And so I ended up talking to a recruiter and um, I was like, yeah, I'm a bad bitch. I can do this. <laughs> no, stupid <laughs> bitch is more like it. <laughs> I don't know. I saw, saw you in uniform. You did the damn thing. I mean, I, I yeah, did do I the damn thing. That. I wouldn't I say did. that. I'm glad. I, I mean, you know, I'm glad it's, I'm glad that I did it. Um, I was waiting for, for Angela. I was waiting, Angela, I was waiting for you to say, well, I went to court and the judge was like, hey, fuck, you're going to have to go. Into the service, you know what I mean? Go to war, go to jail. <laughs> go to war, Maybe. go to jail. Yeah. So uh, what kind of things were you doing prior to the military that made you like go down that road? What kind of I know you said you were trying to do uh, stuff for school, but like what kind of things were you doing before then? And I mean, you went into the bees to be a, a CM. So we already know that you were hitting the, uh, the wicket they needed for women in non-traditional ratings. Right. Because that was yeah. a goal in recruiting. But what were you doing before that? Uh, prior to going into the military? Um, well, I was doing a lot of admin work, had two small kids and uh, was just trying to figure out life. Uh, I've, I've definitely got undiagnosed or excuse me, unmedicated ADHD. So mm -hmm. I'm like all over the place. <laughs> you it can be diagnosed now. You're out already. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> no, it did actually get diagnosed, but it anyway, it's a whole thing. That's not why we're yeah. here to talk about my fucking mental shit. Or I mean, unless y'all want to, we could do that. I too. mean, oh yeah, absolutely. We talk about <laughs> mental shit all the time. Yeah. I mean, fuck, that's why time. I'm here. I mean. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I uh, thought <clears throat> that I wanted to be a nurse once upon a time. So then I went to school for that. But it turns out like whenever you're in the actual program, they don't want you to work so that you can do the internships and blah, 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 blah. <sighs> Could not yeah. figure out for the life of me how to get through that, you know. So that was what made me join the military. And then I went on deployment with a whole bunch of CB boys and I was the only female mechanic. And I realized just how gross motherfuckers are and I don't want to touch them in a medical setting. <laughs> And then, so then I decided I wanted to be a paralegal. Thank so I got God I wasn't a corpsman. I don't want to do that. So. <laughs> <laughs> now yeah. I just want to tell jokes, okay? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I got this so, bump, and I don't know what the fuck it is. I'm like, oh, get the yeah, fuck right. Me. Holy! I God. was every senior chief's nightmare. I'll just put it to you like that, friend. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! So, so I can just you? imagine how the party total. The, eight? Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, my enlistment was a total of eight years, but like there was like the two years of IR at the end of that. So, yeah. And you, you yes. went, you, did you, you, did you go straight active or do you come into like the, the NAT program or at the time, or did you go reserves first or do you go active and then reserve? Um, well, I had to go reserves because of, uh, there's like certain family situations where you can't go active duty um, if you're a single parent. And so that was the reason why I went into the reserves. And so then, I uh, did mention me, Matt and Scott were all Navy recruiters at the end of our career. So yeah, we were the liars. You're like, <laughs> go to the courthouse and give up custody of your kid. We'll put you on active duty. <laughs> or get married. 
get married they to anybody. I've never wanted to walk that plank in my fucking life. No, I do not have any <laughs> friends that I want to marry. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's that cool. Just so you know. Is that PH? Yeah. Not even a little bit. <laughs> Crazy. So did you do I'm your so you did your closet. yeah, you did your six years in the reserves? Yes. And so how was the uh so I know all of us that are on here, we went into the Navy fairly young, right? So how was your experience in boot camp as someone 31 years old with all these young kids that are in there? Like I'm sure your your uh your struggles were way different, but uh why don't you tell us a little bit about like what that experience was? I'm sure that you got put into a lot of leadership roles because you were the oldest, right? Yeah. Um well, I got put into the yeoman position in boot camp. Um, that was mainly due to the fact that I did a lot of paperwork and executive assistant and stuff like that on on the outside, you know. Um, so, yeah, I did that job, which was really awesome because whenever the recruiters or not, uh, the RDCs would get pissed off and start beating on the on the recruits, then I could be like, oh, I have some paperwork to do and I could disappear. <laughs> <laughs> I was that's, the four, that's I was the, the, the wisest of the older recruits. Yeah, I was the four. Yeah, OPL. yeah. <laughs> you knows know. how to sham. I got shit to do. You know. <laughs> <laughs> she learned how to skate before it was even a term. She was told. <laughs> I didn't even carry a clipboard. Okay, I just went. <laughs> <laughs> Have a clipboard and start counting shit. Everybody will leave you alone. Yeah, so, right. <laughs> that's what true. Were you, yeah. What were you doing on the civilian side while you were in the reserves? Uh, I was working in um, in offices as I did like a HR assistant and a risk management assistant for an oil and gas company. Um, went to school. Uh, yep. And then I did a lot of VA shit for a while. So, <laughs> yeah. Nice. Ooh, that's crazy. I was going to tell you like just now when you were talking about prior to going in, the whole uh, gambit about like they don't want you to work to go through those programs. Mm -hmm. So I I uh, I've been that person that was like bullshit. You can work right because yeah. my daughter's finishing her doctorate to be a neuropsychologist. She's actually doing her uh, one year at the VA in Cleveland to help people. It's like all the time. I'm like she could work if she wanted. She keeps going no. They told us we can't work. And then you go see all the shit they're doing. You're like, oh, yeah, you probably couldn't work. <laughs> There's no way. They have them so busy, right? Because you got to be, you know, ingrained into that, right? Yeah. I mean, well, because and look, it's free labor, somebody, too. So that sucks even more. You want somebody on their game whenever they're actually employed there, you know? So, like, yeah. they have to go in and do the internships. And I've been watching Grey's Anatomy here lately, and I'm like, all about it. <laughs> Like you gotta know your shit before you go cutting into someone. You know what I mean? Mm. That'd be a good idea. <laughs> so I, I know you said you went to Kuwait. Any other? Do you, you get to go anywhere else? Um, I got to go to Gulfport, Mississippi, and Port Wyoming, <gasps> California. <laughs> nah, boo, Port Wyoming, Gulfport. That's where it's at. Gulfport, Mississippi. How fun is that? <laughs> you know, me, me and Matt both were in recruiting, and we both I ran that that reserve center. Um, so did Matt in Gulfport. Yep. Okay. That I've heard a lot of stories about Gulfport. Is that a nice place for the Navy? Say again. Is the Navy is Gulfport a nice place for the Navy? 
golf like, course I've heard, is I've not heard a nice lot about it. anywhere, it's ever. Not, oh, okay. It, it, it depends on what state you joined the military from and what kind of shit you're into. Oh. Scott, uh, Ty, it was, not, it was nice for me because I went from Meridian to Gulf Wars. <laughs> it was like, whoo! But like, the beach, so they say that it, it, it's a beach. It is It is bath water, knee-high flood water for miles. My it's Galveston, made, bro. It's worse. I think Galveston's nicer. Gulfport is the most disgusting body of water. And if you're from Mississippi, I apologize, but your state fucking sucks. <laughs> like that place, I'm telling you, like my son, my son comes running up off the beach. He's like, Dad, there's this dolphin. And we're like, what the fuck? We walk. It's a dead dolphin carcass. And he's like swimming down and looking at it <laughs> under the water. I was like, get in the fucking car. Covering it with <laughs> quick clot. It was, man, it's bad. It's a shit. It's a certified oh shit hole. He didn't say it was a live dolphin. He just said it was a dolphin. Oh, it was. Yeah. It's fucking nasty, bro. Hey, but you know they. I mean, at least they got casinos, right? They know how to get that money. That was fun. I actually won quite a bit while I was there. Yeah, I didn't. Not at all. I'd win got, money and be like, "I'm about to get it big," and then, oh, oh yeah. shit, I lost it all. I got, Only time I, I won my, a bunch of money oh, was dude. in Australia. Well, no, I, I would play until I won big or until I was drunk, and then I would go upstairs and go dancing. Yeah, there you um, go. I was yeah. there. I lost a bunch of money, lost my house, and got syphilis. This shit was crazy. <laughs> wow. Crazy. Wow. Don't ever the buy me drinky girls in the casino. They're working girls. Don't let them fool you. <laughs> Why are you not wrapping your shit, friend? I like, like to live no on the love, edge. No love. I like to live on the edge. Okay. <laughs> had good medical penicillin. I was fucking. I'm immune to all that shit. Apparently, <laughs> no, I was kidding. So, Angela, um, in reading and actually looking at a lot of your old posts and things, I, I read somewhere that you said the the military broke you, and then I heard you say earlier that you had a lot of experience with the VA. So, how was your VA experience from a transition phase? You know, going from active or reserve into having to see the VA with you know, you quote unquote being broke because I, I see the VA too. And I've had like the best, I've had the stereotypical best experience you could have, but I've never met anybody else that has like a, as good as experience as me. So what was it like for you? So, um, I'll be honest, like whenever I came home, uh, I didn't realize or think that the shit that I went through could cause me to be, you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. I did a whole lot of staying busy and ignoring it until it finally just blew up and festered. And I was on like Adderall and Xanax and like all these fucking prescription medications. And uh, yeah, I went down a, I went down a really dark path after I came home and um, ended up on meth and everything. And so my first real experience with the VA was when I went to rehab and uh, I went to rehab in Dallas um five north up there at the dallas va the dallas va is amazing i absolutely love all of the care that i got there um like i said i went through i went through their rehab and um after that i went to several uh group therapies and um then i moved down here and i started going to the temple va and you know, I mean, sometimes it's just not a fit. I'm not saying that the that the the care is any is bad there or anything, but sometimes you just got to find your right fit with mm -hmm. all of it. And so, yeah. uh, 
Now I'm about to start on a journey with the Austin VA. I don't stay anywhere for too long. I don't know if you've noticed that. <laughs> Gypsy. Well, I do think that VA care sometimes has a correlation with how big of a city you're going into to get that care, right? Because of right. the just the different resources they have and sometimes the pool of people they have to pick from, right? If you look at a place like Dallas, Houston, um, even Cleveland where my daughter's at, right? You got this huge city of people and there's a, a large pool of people that are in those specialties that they, you know, they can go work at the VA and still do the same thing it would have normally done. Whereas I think in a place like Temple, growing up in Colleen, Texas, it's like if you blink three times, you're through that place compared to other places. So it's it's hard to to gauge, you know, what you're going to get when you go in there for sure. Yeah. Angela, how long were you, uh, did you go into, I was an inpatient myself in, in, in Pensacola, Florida for PTSD and TBI and some other things. And I was there for like 45 days and it was game changing. And I don't know what your experience was. My experience was, was it was kind of, it might've been the same for you. Like it was surreal because while I, while you're in inpatient, everything's great, right? Because the, the outside world no longer exists for that time you're there, right? It feels like everything's perfect. You're going through these EMDR treatments and all this stuff you're doing. And it feels like, man, it's great. And then when they release you back into the wild, it's like, holy shit, you don't have that that community, that that group of people around you who are, you know, constantly on top, you know, on your ass and giving you, you know, guidance and stuff. So it was a little it was a weird transition out of um, inpatient for me only because, you know, I don't know if, if even inpatient, if it really they give you all the, you know, talk therapies and all this count to 10 and all these different things that they give you to coping mechanisms but once you once you when once i left man the, the, the real world and you know all the shit just kind of came flooding back so it was a, it was a weird experience right leaving leaving the sanctity of, a, of an inpatient facility what was your journey like um i had a similar experience um while i was in there like i i just i, I realized a whole lot of things and started um seeing what it was that that made me go in there and made me really realize um just how f just how fucking crazy some of the things can be that can happen in the military that you don't that you don't you know because you're always taught to just suck it up right yeah. right so like whenever you come out whenever you go through all those things and then you uh same thing with the va like you just said like it's almost like you feel like you just have to suck it up and and yeah, it's it's weird coming out because it's like the people in the VA, they get your dark humor. They get the fact that like some of the things that were important to you before you joined the military, like once you go through some of that shit and you come out, like nothing's that important anymore. Um, the things that are super important are hard to keep together. Um, I don't know if y'all have that same experience, even, yep. even to this day. Uh, yep. Trying to keep your family life together, trying to keep, trying to keep like your past from being the, the forefront of your brain is like, it's hard. I don't know how to, how to explain that really. <laughs> um, that no, that's, good. that's a good explanation. Yeah, perfect. Spot, spot the fuck on. <laughs> oh, shit. I think it's something about when you, when you are taken away and you are forced to deal with things on your own, right? Because everybody who leaves, you leave what you what you grown up and what you were known to be around right so they take you from that pot and then they put you in this place where you have to survive in a world where you only your only source of of, of comfort 
is surrounded by the people who are leading you and the people who you're going through it with, right? So you learn a lot about yourself, how to handle things, because you can't cry every day. I want, I miss, I want to go home. I want this. I miss my kids. You have to get up and go to work, and you have to put that stuff behind and deal with the mission at hand, you know, all the time. So after a while, you get molded into just knowing how to run that way, right? Yeah. You, you learn how to run that way, and it becomes a abnormal normal until you don't have to do it anymore. Now you have to go back to try to, you know, saying get rid of the abnormality to what everybody else knows to be normal. And that is a hard thing that I think a lot of people can't associate or understand that it doesn't have to be something super trauma. Like everybody doesn't have to get shot or stabbed or blown up to have some kind of mental trauma going through what you go through, surviving and moving around in the military. So I, I, I can see it on your face, how you're, you're explaining it, but I don't know if that kind of puts no, it into I, any kind of perspective, but that's, that's what I'm feeling from that. Well, you said you had you had you joined later in life. You had some young kids. I mean, that's that's got to take a toll. Cause I didn't have kids until I mean, I did. I didn't know I had a kid essentially until after you know I had one. You know, I didn't. I didn't. Re- you, you are the father type of shit, right? But I didn't really. I didn't really have a family and kids until after I was in the military. So you know, all my kids knew, and all I knew was like this is. And when I was in the CBs, I'm sure same with Matt. Is we were on like that fucking. 10 and uh, you know, seven six, and seven, six, bro. Seven and seven, six, yeah. you know, six and 10. Like we were on a shitty rotation. So I didn't, you know, sounds bad, but like I didn't really raise my kids for the first fucking couple of years of their lives. Like my wife did all that shit. So it, I'm sure it was harder. You know, you joined with children, right? So it's a different, I mean, you had to go reserves or not. You had to go to boot camp. You had to go to fucking a school. You had to deploy. And, you know, the whole time, like your kids are home and like, that's, you know, that's definitely, for me, you know, my later deployments, right? Later in my career, when my kids were older and we had built relationships, that's when shit became different. And that's when I think my mind, my mindset changed on like, like it ain't all, I've got other responsibilities. I've got other people that depend on me. And truly I, I missed him, right? That was my, that was my family. I think it's kind of what kept me going most of those times, but it is, it, it was definitely different from what I did to what you did, right? You came in with children, like, you know, you're a mother, like that's, like that's huge, right? I'm a father. Like, fuck, I'm, I'm one step away from being that deadbeat, right? Like, fuck them child supports and fuck them kids. Like, that's kind of like that was kind of me, right? So it's a little different from your perspective, right? As as a as a female service member yeah. who has children. Yeah, yeah, it was it was um, you know, luckily though, when I went in, like that was when Skype was was really becoming a thing. So I actually got to talk to my children on a regular basis. So that made it, that was actually really helpful. Um, You know, that first one was hard though. That first Skype when you're on the, Oh my goodness. I remember I had to do that with my son. I Skyped Jody and he got me on the phone with my kids. Like I was like, you know, my wife's boyfriend. I was like, Hey bro, let me talk to my kids. (laughs) I know who Jody is. I knew who Jody was. Like, Hey Jody. Hey bro. Get out of my kids. Like, let me holler at my woman. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, but the uh, the friend of our podcast named uh, Berto Fide, he's a licensed clinical social worker. He says that everything that we experience while deployed, whether it be Kuwait, whether it be out to sea, whether it be on some other JRTC or something, the things that we see and do and train on, uh, it makes the normal abnormal, right? And so when we come back, we're so used to the abnormal for a yep. year that we don't know what the fuck to do when things are normal. And so 
a lot of times we have to rely on each other, but I mean, that's, that's the easiest way for, for when you're deployed, you have one singular mindset, you know, you have the mission. And when you come back here, uh, this is often said, I think Matt says it, Berto says it, we prepare you how to deploy, but we don't really prepare you how to get back into uh, the civilian world. So thank you very much for sharing your story thus far. I'm sure we're going to get into some more stuff, but uh, we do need to pay the bills real quick, if you don't mind. Don't mind at all. All right, we'll bring you back in just a few minutes, Angelo. All right, fellas, let me pay the bills here real quick. All right, let's do it. Get ready to groove to the electrifying sounds of DJ Royalty, the maestro of mixing who knows how to turn any event into an unforgettable dance sensation. Royalty Entertainment is here to bring you the ultimate musical experience straight from the ones and twos in your ears and through your body to activate them dancing shoes. Get ready to sweat, party, and have a good time while your DJ needs are being blazed by none other than me, DJ Royalty. I have spent years crafting together a DJ entertainment empire that promises a customized blend of musical tracks, mixing mastery, and top quality sound, all while providing a vibrant ambiance to accommodate any of your DJ needs. Royalty Entertainment Services is your premier one-stop shop for top-tier musical entertainment and is hosted by yours truly. For more information, reservations, and booking, feel free to look around the website at GoDJRoyalty.com. I am DJ Royalty, and this has been another Royalty Entertainment production. Yeah. Got Your Six Culture is a veteran-owned t-shirt company that's making a powerful impact, one t-shirt at a time. These guys are simply badass. Whether you're a proud veteran or a family member or a patriot at heart, you're going to find the perfect tee that speaks directly to your soul. But wait, there's more. When you shop at Got Your Six Culture, you're not just supporting veterans, you're supporting American small business. You're also supporting the dream of veteran-owned small businesses around the world. And these guys put heart and passion into everything through designing all their t-shirts right here in the USA, ensuring you have top-notch quality in every design that you purchase. Show your appreciation for veterans and first responders today and head over to GotYourSixCulture.com and browse their amazing collection of products. And guess what? Our friends at Got Your Six have a badass treat special for our listeners. Use the code Triple Threat at checkout and get an exclusive 15% discount on your purchase. So show your support for our heroes of country and community. Shop at GotYourSixCulture.com right now. And don't forget to use the code Triple Threat at checkout for an additional 15% off. Hashtag same flag, same oath. Hey guys, Matt Verde with Veteran Mortgage Solutions. You know, it's getting a little bit chilly and as we're going to our closings and we're out in the field and we're meeting and greeting people, you know, people always say, hey, I like your jacket, I like your polo, I like your hat. Well, today, guess what? We're gonna give some stuff away. That being said, we have a brand new Veteran Mortgage Solution first tactical soft shell jacket and a hat. All you have to do is like our Facebook page, our Instagram page, and share it to two other people. Once we hit 1,000 followers on Instagram, We'll randomly select somebody, message you for your address and what size and what color. Also have black. Good luck to everyone and thank you for sharing the word.
So I feel bad in that in my in my picture. I got if you read my hat, it says dirty hooker. I've got a dirty <laughs> hooker ball cap on. I just realized I have a mutual <laughs> Omaha mortgage hat on in that thing too. Yeah, my all shit good. Says, my yeah. shit's a, it's a Florida fishing company, but that shit definitely says dirty hooker. Hey, so uh, real quick, can I be one of those Instagram followers that get a jacket? Since you know. Is that like the friends and family get to be included, or is this like one of those fucking Disney giveaways? No, no, no. yeah, yeah. Put it in there. <laughs> no, put it in there. Share it, share it. And uh, if if you get drawn at the end, then we'll uh, we'll send you one for show. You can oh, wear mine. I got one right over there. Dang, bro, I can't fit in that. <laughs> oh, you could fit in it. It could probably fit two of you, but <laughs> you could fit in it. You're right. Hey, uh, there was a there was a music uh, music video that that David Willis wanted me to show everybody. Like, I think he's played it on his, but it's one of the uh, it's a song by Dan Wesley White. It's not my genre, but, you know, I, I listen to country music, so I wanted to play it real quick. It's like a 20 second clip. So check this out. All right. Men and women who take a stand protecting our homeland. Away from their husbands and wives Fighting their internal fights With long and sleepless nights Yeah, that's that's just a sample of it. So uh, this is sound, part of that like, podcast. Sound like gospel music at a white church. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, uh, I mean, it's not, it's not my genre. It's not my style. But, uh, I mean, I, I appreciate all them people putting yeah. the music together and having a podcast and being part of that. That's going to be fun. It's a veteran doing it. He can sing good. You know, it's just not my yeah, genre, yeah. but that's cool. I'm about to so do real, music, man. Real quick though, real quick, Scott, one of the guys yeah. we were in uh, Houston with, O'Royal Cortez is on the podcast today. Oh, what's up, my man? Cortez. Also, easy. I want to give a big congratulations to the Cortez family because I did see the other day on social media, they have a new sailor in the family. Hey, so, congratulations. To, yeah, so congratulations to you guys. And then, Ty, you and Julie Willis need to connect. Apparently, she needs a new mortgage company. Oh, for real? Yeah. I, I, I can uh, definitely help with that. Yeah, for sure. I'll text y'all after this, Julie. Yeah. All right, let's bring Angela back on. There we go. You got me big. Angie's big. Okay, there my she bad, My bad, my bad, my <laughs> bad. So, Angela, I think uh, one thing that I'm interested in in trying to figure out for for me and for everybody, the, the thing that I've been thinking since we get to got to hear the beginning of your story, which, you know, you went to the bottom and now you've come back up, right? Which is great. How does comedy fit into you getting to where you're at today? I mean, you've been through so much stuff, and then you know, like, how did comedy? fit into that is comedy the thing that brought you out of it is the thing that helps you like can you give everybody kind of a picture on how you got in to doing comedy yeah absolutely um it's it's actually <laughs> i was talking to a couple of friends of mine about having a midlife crisis because i've been in comedy not quite five years yet i got into it uh in 2019 and i was talking to some friends like i was like man i'm having a midlife crisis i don't know what to do with myself like Ah, I can't do the drugs I want to do. Like, ah, just need to, I need something, you know? And then I, I started telling them like some of the fucked up stories that happened while I was in the military, but I was cracking jokes about it because like, I don't know about y'all, but like, I have to crack jokes about that shit. Yeah. when I start talking, especially once I start getting into that dark 
place. And I'm like, I know I see myself going there, but I can't like bring it back in. You know what I mean? So yeah. I start cracking jokes so that I don't fucking cry. And they were laughing like really hard. And my friend Christine was like, you know what? You should go on stage and tell this shit because like, I can't even believe that I'm laughing at this. So <laughs> I was like, that's an idea. So I looked up, <laughs> I looked up um, comedy clubs and open mics and stuff like that and ended up at a place called Backdoor Comedy, which ironically enough is a clean comedy club. Mm. Okay. Oh, that door. No. Nice. That's the ir- <laughs> that's that's the joke. That's Here, the joke. Let me take you through yeah. the irony there, CB. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so um, when I first got started in comedy, uh, I was trying to write clean comedy, but I have the mentality of a twelve-year-old boy and started going in the other direction. And um, you know, I don't make really any money doing it uh i actually started alpha fox entertainment um just so that whenever i do do a ticket at an event like i can have all those tax breaks and shit um but i do it because it's it's a part of me that like sometimes i feel like i have to hide uh you know put on this mask like be be nice be this be that like angela k on stage really isn't nice she's kind of a bitch she's kind of dark she's kind of mean you know what i mean and no sage go on sorry my dogs are trying to eat while i'm right here so y'all are probably about to hear like and it's all that's all right let him go let him get let him get this stuff let's get ready to rumble because mama's busy they want to be over here it's driving me crazy (laughs) anyway so um yeah, I like I like going up there and talking shit about, you know, about being a veteran and being um, I'm a grandma. Uh, I um, yeah, the dating life of trying to be somebody who is as scattered and, and um, abnormal as I am. I mean, because like if you think about it, if you think about it. How many female veterans are there? And even on top of that, how many female CB veterans? And CBs are a different breed. Come on, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Very true. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. yeah. Very true. I remember when I was uh, dating my wife, like she came over to visit and uh, we were in a house in Gulfport and two of my buddies that I lived with in the house, that's back when ESPN Outdoors was a thing where you actually sat down on TV to watch somebody hunt. And these two geniuses are in the, the living room with rifles hunting with the TV. And she went to say something or like, you're going to scare the deer. And she was like, it's on the, it's on the TV. They're like, shut up. Like they were so in. She's like, okay, that's what we're doing. All right. I'm like, oh yeah, they're hunters. That's what they do. I guess. I don't know. Hunting on TV. So yeah, like <laughs> aiming, shooting. I was like, that's okay. <laughs> so, I, so I, she, I like you talk about dating. It's awesome because I, I bet you, I bet you scare some guys off because you're you seem like you'll fuck somebody up. You, <laughs> might, you might be like, you might put your hands on somebody's head, like what, bitch? Like you got dudes like, I'm a little scared, I'm a little, little intimidated. You probably have you, probably you hit that that one pose that I've seen you do on stage where you're like flicking your tongue and like putting your arms out. <laughs> like I've seen that. Do you do it? Yeah. If you did that one time, I'd be like, fuck this. I'm I'm done. I'm not intimidated at all. <laughs> Some guy's going I mean, home after the date. Yeah, he's going home after the date like, mom, you're not going to believe this shit. 
Like she choked me. Like I was, she choked the shit out of me in public. Like it was crazy. That's the amazing part of being on stage though. In in my opinion is like, even when I, when I, I don't, I don't perform on stage, but when I, when I give VPRs, the uh, veteran talks for like the chamber of commerce, it's a, you have a certain feeling that just makes you feel great. And during that time you express yourself, you get all that stress out, you know, you do that. Is that, is that kind of what you find? Is that, is that, is that therapeutic for you? And like all your dark uh, stuff that you have, you know, way down here, do you get that out in comedy form? Yeah, I, I do. Um, I, it, it's, it's all the things that I want to say, but in a, in a creative manner, you know what I mean? Um, it, it, it feels good whenever I'm up there and the audience is actually with me, you know, because every audience is different. Um, you know, sometimes they like you, sometimes they don't. Sometimes they like your jokes about biting dicks off whenever somebody tries to on you. And sometimes they don't like that. Um, <laughs> well, now we got somebody else going. Okay. Fuck that bitch. We're going to put her away, huh? <laughs> he said, I don't like the way this is going. <laughs> that sounded like that felt like the Ghostbuster scene, bro. You know, when you're in Ghostbusters. Yeah. You know, when you're in Ghostbusters, that dude busts that door open and then she's talking all crazy and he's saying stuff really fast. That's exactly what just happened. I am the key master. I am yeah, the gatekeeper. Yeah, yeah. I am the gatekeeper. Julie says she loves you. Julie, Julie's got, your next show, Julie's going to be front row. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like when that. is your when, when I know you said it's going to be after the first year. Do you got anything planned after the first year, or, or what? Where are you wanting to do? Uh, no, not yet. Um, I am actually going to start back up in January to go and scout some places and see if I can find uh, a couple of places to put on some shows, just so I can get back into the groove of it. Um, but. I decided a couple of months ago, I was like, you know what? I've been hitting this pretty hard for a while and it is an extremely stressful thing. I want to find some people to work with uh, so that it's not all on me. Um, you know, just uh, get, get out there and start, start hitting it again. Um, yeah. well, and, and, and hey, we know some people. Yeah, we, we might know some people. Article 15. Uh, the combat veteran comedy tour. We yeah, we may know some people that would yay. That would be awesome. Yeah, I would love to. I I want to perform more than I want to produce. Uh, I would love to get out there a little bit more. Um, but yeah, yeah we, just uh, just taking a break from it for a little while. Uh, I I bet that's probably something that's needed though, right? I mean, going yeah. around and doing that so much. Do you find that sometimes if you've been performing a lot? So you can be who you are on stage, right? That's who you are. Because right. there's right. no, people are going to laugh at they're not. You don't even care. It doesn't even matter. Do you find that if you're performing a lot, like you'll be off stage talking to people and they're kind of looking at you like, oh no, I'm, uh oh, I need to like, you know, tone it down a little bit or, cause you know, it gets into that point where it just flows, right? I mean, it becomes a routine. Yeah. Um, well, I kind of get that anyway. I feel like I'm a bit much to take. I'm loud, I'm country, and I talk my mind. I speak my mind. So that's that's kind of off-putting to some people. But I mean, that's like all three parts to a country song right there. I'll tell you what, I think. Kerosene and lead, motherfuckers. We're related. I think I think we might be long lost relatives. I don't know. I don't know. 
So I got a question too. You said you have kids. You got daughters or sons? I have a daughter and a son and a what granddaughter. They, what do they? Oh. What do they think about your your? They, I'm sure they've watched you perform. What do they think? Are they in the corner like, oh shit? Uh, well, as long as I don't call them out while I'm on stage, I can tell I can talk jokes about them. But as long as I'm like, hey, my son's here listening to me say dick jokes. I mean, like we don't like that. So. <laughs> But, but son, you does. don't understand. That gets the biggest response from the audience because they know you're sitting here <laughs> listening to it. Yeah. How do you think you got here, son? Like, hello? <laughs> it was a joke for sure, but you're here. We appreciate it. All right. Funny, but he's actually, he's he's uh, he's very supportive and comes to the shows and everything. My daughter is supportive as well, but she's a new mom, so she's she doesn't get out as much. She's um, at home like, you cannot listen to, don't listen to grandma. You cover your ear. Earmuffs, <laughs> you earmuffing her up. Yeah, you, you definitely, you definitely don't look like a grandmother, though. No, I, I not even close. I would see you. I, I definitely wouldn't say you have grandmother vibes. Thank you. I, hot, uh, grandma, hot grandma Angela. You know what I'm saying? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so you you've said you like been, chocolate oh, donuts. You like. <laughs> <laughs> Chip cookies. Chip cookies. <laughs> Snickers. Chocolate ice cream. I'm just I'm just, just <laughs> nasty. <laughs> so you've been doing it. So how, I guess my question would be, how did you how did you get I know you kind of gave us like you your friend, but like what like how did you get like started? You just one day went to an open mic and then all of a sudden you were like this is it. And then just, just went from there. Like, I mean, what your first performance had to be terrifying as shit, maybe. Oh, it was mortifying because I was not good at being a public speaker <laughs> at all, you know, and then trying to think of, cause it's like, it's, it's one thing to be funny in conversation, but it is a completely mm -hmm. different thing. It is truly an art form to be funny on stage. You know, you got to have the timing. You got to make sure that the audience is with you and slow down and blah, 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 blah. So, no, my first time, I barely remember it. I think I got like two or three laughs because I was at the very end of the open mic, like when nobody's there anymore. But I got a few giggles. And so I was like, oh, OK, I could do this again. And then the second time I went up, like, oh, my God, there was this super hot fucking guy sitting in the front row, just like sitting there waiting for me to be funny. And I thought I was going to throw up on him. And instead, I think I ended up throwing an earring at him or something because I was nervous. And it just, you know, <sighs> but but that rush, I think, was what I was looking for. Like, I'm a, yeah. I'm a, I'm a true junkie when it comes to that. So you know? what was the guy's name? I, 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 I ran away. I thought I was going to throw up on him. <laughs> I mean, that's from the stage. Like you didn't meet the dude after. What? You didn't meet him after. Like, I mean, you're no. on the stage. Like, no, no. Like, I, no, because I bombed. I was embarrassed. And like, it just, it, he was, I mean, I'm sure he thought it was adorable, but I was like, no. I'm, oh, she's trying so hard. Yeah. It was so good. <laughs> Bless yeah. her heart. That's yeah. what he did. Yeah. Bless her heart. She's fighting. I'll still fuck her, you know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. he's probably yeah. like sp spank bank. Right. And just for the fact that you said that you would throw up on him, I'm probably, he was thinking like, oh, that probably wouldn't be so bad. Probably some nasty freak. <laughs> I like puke and right. shit. Like, 
I'm sorry. I'm I'm, I'm a little out of character today. I'm sorry, but I'm sorry. hey, that's what happens when his microphone doesn't work and he doesn't sound normal. Like you get a different yeah. person, I guess. Yeah, it's like that's I'm being hit on by Wally or something. I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, but you know, like whenever that happens, Angel, like he gets into this moment where like it, things get a little hot, though. You got to be careful. Wait, with with what? DJ what? over here, what? when you start talking trash to DJ, like things get hot, and then he's gonna take you to the ringer. Ready to go to the hot seat and face flames that you've never faced before. That also kind of sounds like whenever my hearing aid starts dying. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it's about that time. I don't know if you watched the podcast before. This is your first time, but we are now about to officially get into the hot seat. Me and you in the hot seat. Are you ready? Let's do it. Let's do it. She says she's ready for the hot seat. Yeah. Okay, here we go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I am DJ Royalty, and I am here with Angela K in the place to be, and we are going to go to the hot seat. Are we ready, folks? Let's get it. All right, so we're going to take it to the top. We're going to just go straight to it. We're going to get right into it. Mrs. Angela, what is your top five groups of all time? Like music Music groups? Group. Yep, top five oh. of all time. Um, let's see. There's Aerosmith. Avenged Sevenfold. Um, some of my other favorite bands. Let me think for a second. There is, uh, I love Led Zeppelin. I love the Rolling Stones. I like a lot of the classics. And um, I don't know, my, new, my newest favorite is Falling in Reverse. Falling in Reverse? What yes. do they sing? Give me, give me a little bit. Give me a little something. There's a song called Popular Monster. Give me but, just a little bit of it. How's it go? I don't want to sing. Yeah, you come on. Just, <laughs> just a little bit. I just need a little. Well, now I got to think about the words to it. Um, I'm a liar. I'm a cheater. I'm a non-believer. Oh, popular, I think I heard that. Popular See? monster. <laughs> okay, okay. See, that's why I needed you to give me some. Okay, I'm with you. I, I know that. I know that one. Okay. Cool. All right, here we are. Question number two. All right. Did your recruiter hit on you? While you were in the in the delayed entry program, yes. Ooh, and it was back? no, because he was married with a pregnant with twins wife, and it mm. was gross. Oh, wow! That right. should have been my first clue. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Since you've been in. Are the women's bathrooms in the military nastier than civilian women bathrooms? Which one's the nastiest? I've heard awful things about women bathrooms, but are they worse in the in the military or are they worse on the civilian side? No, they're not worse in the military because like we learned how to really clean that shit up, like in basic training and stuff. Nobody puts up with that in the military. Civilians are fucking nasty. Gotcha. All As a right. former bartender, I can definitely tell you that. Wow, got it. Okay, next question. Mm -hmm. What is the most attractive thing on a man? 
A genuine smile. Wow. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> All right, here we go. This one's for Todd and Al and Matt. Who's better, Prince or Michael Jackson? Say that again. I, I didn't hear you. You kind of kind of interrupted. Oh, me. I thought you were talking to the guys. So I said Prince. No, that's for you. Oh, you Prince. <laughs> I like that's Prince. Yeah. Oh, tie, tie, tie. <laughs> All right, here we go. Back in it. Your top five comedians of all time. Bobcat Goldthwait, Eddie Murphy. Um, let's see. Tom Segura. Mm. I love Whitney Cummings and Eliza Schlesinger. All right, you're good with that one. If you can recall, what is your happiest moment? My happiest moment. Yes. Well, that would be a tie between when I birthed my children. Okay. Birth of your children, happiest moment. Mm -hmm. Okay, here we go. As what you can recall, what would you say was your saddest moment? Before I joined the military, when I had to, uh, had to ask for help with my kids because I was basically homeless. So. Gotcha. Okay. Next question. What do you want the world to know about you? Like, what would what do you want the world to know about you that they may not know? That I don't give up on anything. Ever. If, if something doesn't work, I'll find another way and I'll do it the right way. That's what I'm talking about. Last question for you. <clears throat> Would you consider yourself to be more of a party animal type of girl or a Netflix and chill type of a girl? Our lady, <laughs> our mom, our grandma, our, you know. I you used more to, the, you can have a preference. Are you more of a Netflix and chill, hang out low key, or let's go out, throw your hair down, let's party like a rock star? I've already been the rock star and the life of the party. I am definitely a Netflix and chill kind of person now. Netflix and chill type of person. All right. Well, see, that wasn't so bad. You have successfully got out of hot seat. You did a good job. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Yeah, all right. Your girl did good there, Al. Hey, I will say this too: when you, you killed it, when you said falling in reverse, that is like my gym, like play gym falling in reverse, event sevenfold, and damn, I mean you yeah. did it. Three day, yeah. three day grace in the gym. That's yeah. that's what we're, that's what we're crushing. Oh, yeah. an absolutely solid pick with Bobcat Goldwaite. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah. saw him live when well, I right wow. after I started comedy, and I swear to God, a little bit of pee came out. That motherfucker <laughs> is so funny. Oh, yeah. he is so funny. I took a picture with him after the show, and it's so embarrassing because, like, I kind of geeked out a little bit because, like, I used to watch him with my dad, like, 
and I did it. I kind of like, I kind of came bouncing up like, oh my God, I'm so happy to meet you. And he was like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) I can hear him do it, yeah. I'm shocked though, Scott, you didn't ask her the whole, what is it, the run up the hill to kick some ass or down the hill to get some ass? Like that was what I I was waiting on. You, you like that? I know you like that's that. That's my favorite yeah. one. Like that's a hard. <laughs> we can we can give her a bonus one. Yeah, well, I'll give you a bonus one, Angela. Okay, Are you the type of, Would you rather? Would you rather? This is a bonus one. You don't have to answer it if you want. All right. But would you rather run uphill? I can't. She can't. Can't say ass on this one. I have to change it. To get some deep. Yeah. I mean, it's the would same you, thing. Would you rather? Uh, yeah, it's kind of, but it is. It's going to sound better this way if I said this way. <laughs> Would you rather run uphill? No, that's it's not going to work that way. So we're just going to say it normal. Yeah. Would you rather yeah. run uphill to get some ass or run downhill to kick some ass? <laughs> <That's such a good laughs> I should probably ask. But said I was trying to watch Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, you lost me at having to run, motherfucker. I'm not PJ. No Can I Damn walk? Those Can I walk races? I don't fucking run anymore. Uh, yeah, that's true. Can I Some... trot downhill, Scott? Yeah, trot. Yeah, you can trot. Yeah. Oh, oh, man. Yep. Shout out Andrew Sharp. I see you on there, brother. Yeah, absolutely. Um, today is, is definitely a uh, a day that'll live in infamy in the country, right? Pearl Harbor. Um, so yeah, yeah, we're definitely on our hearts and minds, my brother. Appreciate you bringing it up. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, man. And hurry up and get back in school so you can finish your enlistment and get your ass in uh, basic. Yeah, motherfucker, you talk a lot of shit, but you ain't done shit yet, bro. When, when we gonna get you off the boot camp, man? You over here? <laughs> yeah, as soon as you get off the boot camp and come back, Andrew, you're gonna come on the podcast and talk about that shit. So hurry up. Don't, don't go in there and get no psych hey, discharge. You be talking crazy shit. Make sure you graduate, bro. You gotta make sure you graduate. Uh, yeah. So yeah, Andrew, yeah. are you a are you a sports type girl? What like what is your are you college or uh NFL? What's your favorite team? Uh, I have to go with the Dallas Cowboys because that's what I grew uh, up watching with my dad. Oh lord. Oh, oh, lord. lord. I, I don't really watch football or anything what? i mean i grew up in small town in a lot of small towns spoken like a true dallas cowboy fan no i'm, I'm just joking exactly no that's 100 percent true <laughs> i'm just joking do Jake. not roast me Everybody please just like cowboys. <laughs> do not roast me please I mean, come on. they got the hottest cheerleaders too so oh yeah for sure yeah i, I hear the jacksonville jaguars have the hottest cheerleaders that's because that's they're all ex-strippers bro i love them well, the Dallas Cowboys <laughs> from the from the Gold Club, Duval, baby, Duval. Oh yeah, Duval. Wow. Well, do you are you going to stick around for our sports pick, Angela? Sure. Okay. Maybe yeah. I'll weigh in. Yeah. Oh, you have to weigh in if you stick around. Yeah, you'll do. You even if you don't know this. football, you'll do better than fucking Matt Johnson did all year. Man, so. you had your goddamn mind. <laughs> I did good this week, bro. Yeah, you did pretty good this time. All right, so here's yeah. the results. Any uh, any big one. surprises here? What'd y'all think? I think I messed up on that one, man. On the Oklahoma, I, I was thinking, I was thinking, uh, Oklahoma, not the wrong. O- yeah, I was thinking the wrong Oklahoma. Me too. I wasn't, but I still fucked it up. So we're good. 
I, the, the shock for me was the the Oregon Washington State game. Yeah, I thought Bo, I thought Bo Nix's big sexy ass was gonna crush some shit, bro. Nah, bro, I got that one right. <laughs> All right, here, here's what we did. Was, Damn it, Ty Cobb. What the fuck, dude? Every yeah, time. well, yeah. I think Ty be cheating on these picks. He goes back and edits the video, changes his picks. Look, guys, I went four and one and five and oh. It's not fair. <laughs> All I care about is I didn't lose necessarily. I tied a bunch of other losers. Hey, so I didn't lose. Good. I'm technically second last place. <laughs> so, you know, I there's mean, that. Hey, man, why am I on the bottom again? Like, I shouldn't be on the bottom. That's racist as shit. That is racist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Always trying to put the brother on the bottom, man. Our numbers are the same. You could have evened it out, like, kind of put me in the middle. Like, <laughs> Oreo cookie, man. He went, he went alphabetical order, bro. Come on. No, 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 no. Blake goes before all of those. Not first name. Then it can't be. Yeah, it's conspiracy. No, I don't know what happened there. I'd be, I'd love yeah. to complain if I was you. If it would have been that way, it would have been Al, Matt, Scott, and then Todd. Bro, yeah, but I, Ty I was, finished hey, with a better record, so he goes to the top no, automatic. Here's fucked up. Scott's talking about alphabetical order, and in my head, I'm singing A, B, C. I'm trying to figure out. Hey, I'm going to keep it real simple for y'all. I'm pretty sure okay. this is how the slide was last week, and I just. I just changed. Yeah, I know. It. That's why I was just trying to get yeah. in on the. Bottom. I couldn't figure it. I was still going through the alphabet, bro. I'm from Georgia. I was like, hey, <laughs> I before E except after C. I don't fucking know. Hey, I, I just realized we don't have any games to pick this week. Yeah, we do. Navy Army. Yes, oh, we dude. do. Army Navy games this week, bro. Oh, we're, we're gonna pick the Army Navy game. Okay. Yeah, well, well, we all it. know that well, it's us against. Let's see how this is gonna go. I, I wonder who's gonna pick who. Ah. Uh, this is tough because the Navy hasn't been good. Man. I'm picking a winning game. I'm going that don't Army. matter. Who won Army last year? Army. Army won last year. They won the last so we're four due, years bro. Ago. We're due. We're due. Yeah, right. Yeah, just like my fucking taxes, motherfucker. Look at Roel. Hey, Roel, type in what your wager is in the Army-Navy game. I'd love to see it. Let's see what that is. All I know is I'm doing some bottles of whiskey from some of the fellows on this podcast. That's all this guy knows. You do, you definitely are. As soon as you tell me hey, what it is that you want to go for the Colorado picks. Yeah, yeah, but hold on. Didn't you say that you're not drinking anymore? No, no, no. I said I'm I'll not buy you a bottle much. of water. I'm not drinking as much during the week because it fucks up my gym schedule. And then I don't go to work on time. I'm like fucking, I'm up at like nine. Hey, look, I told y'all yeah. that dude works too hard, man. You're out of the Navy. Like, stop working so hard. Because I'll, I'll, when I do got, I mean, you see the bottles behind you, ain't none of them motherfuckers got any whiskey in them. Hell, I drink a whole, I'll drink a bottle of whiskey in about a night and a half. It's fucking done, bro. Everybody's in bed. I'm on the couch watching reruns of shit in the office, fucking <laughs> having to close one eye so I can just see the fucks on TV. Like, they don't have that many people on the field. What the fuck is happening? Like, uh-uh. I had to slow down, bro. As soon as you tell me what it is that you want, brother, I'm gonna I'm send it to you. I'm a, I'm a man of my word. I owe you a bottle. Dealer's dealer's choice, bro. You pick. You give me whatever you like. Give me some local. I'll drink whatever, bro. If I hell, I'll drink motherfucking it's a shit in a pla- what's it, military special. I'll drink that shit too. Nah, bro, I'm gonna send you some Boone's <laughs> Farm, my man. Hey, you know what, Matt? I'm gonna give him. A, I'm gonna get him a bottle of the big stick. Bourbon. The big stick. There you go. Give him some big stick. Uh, well, I'm an average. I'm, I have an average stick. If you were but you'll going... finally have a big stick, so that's what he's meaning. Okay, okay. Like you're good. Yeah. I'm average, good. average at best. You know, eh. it works. I'm short, so it looks bigger in the mirror. So I'll be the bug. Yeah. Andrew, I don't think any of us are going this year, but we actually uh, we were talking at one of our production meetings that we're going to try to all go. I think yeah. next year, Matt. Yep. 
Hey, Andrew, yeah. I got bad credit and I ain't got no money, bro. Child support checks are expensive. I don't have the money to fly to no motherfucking Navy Army game. Shit. Yeah, where are they? They're playing it in where this year? Foxborough? I don't fucking know. It's somewhere out of my price range. I know you <laughs> hey, look. Unless hey, look, that's just gonna... in Pensacola, Florida, bro. I ain't going. No, no, no. We're gonna take a we're gonna take a, a, a hiring event trip that that weekend, and we can't fly out till Sunday. See? Paid yeah. for. You're good. Shit. I, so, so we only got one game that we can pick this week. That's it, because the bowl game. Yeah, or, or they, they it, they yeah we can uh, we can we can start thinking about like if we want to pick some uh, pool of like some NBA games, like pick our favorite NBA team, What's and each other to pick that or something. Who, who's in the final four for that in season tournament? I know the Pelicans, the Lakers, and where are the other two teams? Oh, why are the Lakers there, sir? Why are we talking? Uh, I heard on some radio show today that LeBron got to call some bullshit timeout, and that helped them win. That's what I heard. Just saying. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yada, yada, yada. <laughs> Congratulations, Andrew. He just became a dad to his girlfriend's child. I, I'm confused, Andrew. Is it your baby? Or no. Or is it no. your girlfriend's baby and you're like yeah. your stepdad? Hey, my hat's off to you, bro. If you, if hey, There's a lot of men that don't man up for their own kids. If you don't man up for somebody else's, bro, more, <laughs> more, hey, more props to you. No, no bullshit. Like, more props to you, bro. I'm a deadbeat dad, bro. You want to follow some <laughs> motherfucking kids? Hit me up on a uh, messenger, bro, and I'll uh, I'll give you the route number, bro. You can send some of these child support checks this way. I'm a I'm a stepfather too to my my oldest, my 27 year old is my step yeah. stepdaughter. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm a stepfather. I, to I, I'm not called her a stepdaughter since I could hold her in my little hands since I was her dad since she was yeah. six months old. But. Yeah. I'm Matt's stepdaddy. His mom is hot. I mean, <laughs> I've heard that story. I don't I don't I, know. I mean, bro, look, out of that. So good, good, good for who you. you have, good for you. you. Who do you have for this Army Navy football game? All right, um, let me let me start writing these down. Well, I I would say that I want to be loyal to the Navy, but y'all were just saying that the Army's doing better. Yes, hands <laughs> down. I'm picking Army. Well, we have to change it. We have to change this. We have oh to change. Oh my this. god! I'm hero. You can just go I take those know. anchors. Well, can I stay in the try? Go ahead, man. Oh, you can put me down for the Navy. Hell yeah. Right. The Navy's going to win, bro. Gotcha. Navy. You look like I broke you your favorite toy okay. when I said that, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Al said you can put the traitor down for the Army. That's what, you, that's what he said. <laughs> so, Al, you're for the Army? You're going, look, uh, you're going Army, Al? Your pressure's a motherfucker, though. I'm going to tell you that. You're going out. You're I know. Going look at roll, dude. We got the silent service unis going this year, bro. Hold on, hold on. He need. I need to see this. I need to see this. Those things are legit, I, dude. I need to see this. Al Hero. Are yes. You, what team are you going with for this week? <laughs> I need to see your. I need to see your face, man. I need to see this. I'm gonna go with. Where I wish I had the ball caps. Put one on. Fucking. <laughs> I'm. I'm saying the army's gonna win. I, I hate God. this. I. I Pull my boy Ty. I'm gonna go with Ty. Ty, y'all gonna win it. They are smart. Smart choice. I know. Smart choice. Okay. All right, Matt. Go ahead, sir. <laughs> the Navy's sorry. winning, bro. I already said it. Okay. The Navy. Okay. I got I'm gonna Army. go out on a limb here by, and, and choose the Army. Army by two touchdowns. You think that I, uh, I have some disdain for uh, Texas A&M? When so it comes Angela, to the Army Navy, I have some major disdain. So I will never pick the Army. I don't give a shit if we yeah. put one player on the field and forfeit. <laughs> I'm still going to tell you the Navy's going to win, bro. Yeah, 
So look, Angela, that means you are the tiebreaker. You you are the tiebreaker. Mm -hmm. Which direction are we going? Two Coast army, two navy. What you gonna do, Angela? Coast Guard. Hey, look, Angela's gonna go. Whose uniforms look better? Right. And then she's gonna pick well, it. Well, I mean, I look better in green. Hey. But I do. Their uniforms go. are desert brown this year, so go that can't work. The, I gotta go with the navy. I gotta be. I gotta be loyal. Thank God. <laughs> I live right, by the so, mantra. I live by the mantra, Scott. These do we want to? Uh, <laughs> do we want to pick this uh, in-season tournament? So you got uh, Final Four. Lakers play the Pelicans, and the Bucks play the Pacers. I don't watch NBA, so I'll, I'll just. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Watch football either. I do. I just you said Lakers, Lakers play who? Pelicans. And then what's the other game? Bucks Pacers. Are the Bucks going to win, and the Lakers going to win? Shit. Halliburton done showed up and showed out in the NBA this year for the Pacers. Who? Who the fuck that is? He's the number. He's <laughs> the number one player on the Pacers. <laughs> I did too. Hey, and me and Angela, I was like Halliburton. All coming like the ones that yeah, I thought Halliburton. He, uh, was, was he played with like an upper respiratory infection or something the other night. Yeah. All right. So okay, let's 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 pick them then. Go ahead, uh, Scott. You're you're up first if you'd like to go. If not, then Angela. Yeah, I I think I already picked it. I said the Lakers are going to win. Okay, gotcha. And then I said that the Bucks are going to win. Lakers and Bucks. Yep. When is that? When is the Laker? Who? When is the winner of this? When does that happen? Like next week or something? Uh, I, have no, I have no idea. That'd be I'm nice looking, if it's after next week's show, so we can pick that one too. I'm looking at the brackets now. It doesn't really say. Hold on. I'm picking the Lakers and Bucks too because I mean, mm. come on, Damian Lillard on the Bucks—they're definitely LeBron winning. James, and then LeBron James. So the championship game is this Saturday, so you got to go ahead and pick who a winner is going to be out of the teams you picked. Okay, so Lakers and Bucks, you pick Scott. Who's going to win between Lakers and Bucks? Lakers, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, gotcha. Uh, LeBron, and then I'm picking the Bucks to win over the Lakers in the championship. Mm, okay. Dame time. I don't know any <laughs> of these fucking people. <clears throat> All right, Al, go ahead. Lakers, Pelicans, okay. which is a bird, Bucks, which is a deer, or the Pacers, which I don't even know what the fuck that is, but it's a P with a basketball. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'll go. I'll go. Uh, Lakers. I'll go Lakers and Bucks. I thought Michael Jordan was your favorite player, bro. I don't God watch basketball. Bless America. All right, who, who win between the Lakers and the Bucks then? Bucks. Okay. That's because he goes hunting. So and then me and you got the Bucks, same fix. Matt, what you got? He who's winning it all, Al? You said the Bucks? Yeah. Ooh. What's up? What? So I'm just gonna go opposite, dude, because I gotta do something. I'm going Pelicans, Pacers, and I think the Pelicans are gonna win. Going a little homer. The Pelicans. Yeah, let's go. We don't need no stinking Pelicans. Look at yeah, the little do. Pelican fly. Fly yeah, little Pelican. Little boys. What? <laughs> and you said the Pacers? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. The Pacers? Okay. Mm -hmm. All right, Angela. It's on you now. Just just pick what's out. Say the Lakers yep. and the Bucks. The Pacers? That's a stupid fucking name. What? Because <laughs> Like, that's fucking stupid. What is it? No, it's like the, the Indiana Indianapolis 500, the Pace Car, Pacers. Wasn't did Reggie Miller play for the Pacers? Hell yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. A long time yeah. ago. One of the greatest <laughs> shit talkers of all time. 
Oh, I, I can see that we're probably not going to be picking basketball if. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look, Ross said Lakers are up 61 51 second quarter. I don't oh, know. Well, there it goes. I think Scott's watching the game. That's why he picked it that way. Just opinion. <laughs> I don't know. You can't count. I mean, single elimination, you can't count the king out of that. I we should, mean, let's, he's going to go pick, hard for let's that. Let's pick the cornhole tournament or badminton tournaments. Let's do that because I don't know. Yeah. Let's do some lacrosse. I could pick some lacrosse games. Damn, we got 17 comments. Uh-oh. Sharps the 76ers fans. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I don't I'm even know USC fan and go Trojans. <laughs> I used a Trojan once. I tied a knot in the end. It didn't fit all the way, but tied a knot in the end of them. They make it, it perfect. You don't got to roll it down all the way either. Just Scott, you do, but we don't. I only, I only roll mine down all the way. Julie, when uh, when in, when the uh, tournament comes around, we'll have to do a uh, big pool between all the. We'll have to do a pick on between all the different podcasts. So make sure you tell Willis that if you don't mind when he wakes up. You're doing it's sleep right? It's only like it's like taking a nap. So I did meant I meant to ask Weeks Andy off. earlier too. So we do a lot of stuff with different veteran organizations and, and you know, got your six and a different, are, are there any veteran organizations that you, that you work with or that you're a part of or that you're involved with? Um, yeah, actually I do some things with the uh, women's, the San Antonio women's veterans group. And um, most recently I was in a, a woman's veterans calendar I heard, I heard it. Somebody was talking about it. So I was, I wanted you to bring that up. Yeah. Uh, I miss April. What kind of calendar was it? <laughs> I don't have miss to. April? Uh, yeah, I miss April. It's oh, not like. Oh. Is, is, it out, is it out yet? Did you say it's out? Yeah, it's out. Uh, oh. let me we'll have to get it and put it on next week. Yeah, you have a copy laying around the house anywhere? Like, yeah. Uh, see if I can find the. Uh, I'm sorry. Women's veteran. Uh oh. I had it. I, I've, I've liked him and followed it on social media. So I remember what Yeah, you do? Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, the All of the profits from that calendar go to help uh, female <laughs> veterans, um, like homeless, you know, just basically whatever female <laughs> veterans need. What are you giggling at, Matt? Julie is off the chain. Did you see the comment oh, from Julie? Calendar. Yes, Julie Julie get say? it, girl. She yeah. said, "What a gilf calendar!" Yes, Angela, get it, girl. <laughs> hey, I think Julie we said you was Julie a spirit, on the show, spirit dude. animal. Yeah, Julie can probably host. Yeah, She'll take over. Shit. <laughs> Let me show you, boys, how it's done. The calendar. Yeah, so I, I did see that on your page, and I went on the, the link and I followed them too. So yeah, yeah, I know yeah. you were doing something. I didn't know exactly what it was. So yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, there... I'm, I'm, I'm. No, go ahead. Uh, oh, I was just gonna say, I uh, know that one of my goals for the next year is to be a lot more active with those two groups down there, because and hopefully maybe even start one up here in the Austin area so that we can work together. So uh, that was something that I had talked to a couple of the ladies about most recently. So keeping my fingers crossed that I can make something happen like that up here. Nice. Perfect. Well, I will uh, tell you that it was a pleasure to have you on. And it was oh, you're uh, awesome. inspiring story for sure. You went through a, a whole bunch of shit. 
to get where you're at today. And the fact that you're here talking to us is a good thing. And so that means that just like you told everybody, what's the one thing you want the world to know about you? She's not going to give up and you're here. So yeah. it's true, right? So yeah. uh, if there's ever anything we can do for you, if you start one of those organizations and you got, you need some help, you know, we're right down the road. We love to get involved with veteran organizations and anything we can do as a group to help. We'd be happy to do it. And I guess I would ask, uh, is there anything that you want to let everybody know? Before we get out of here, is there anything that you want them to follow that you have out that they can go see for you? Is there anything you'd like to promote? Um, well, any uh, any shows that I'm in or that I'm producing will be on my social media. Uh, you can find me, Angela K. Comedy, uh, on pretty much all the platforms. Uh, yeah. Nice. Maybe I'll be coming to a city near you soon. Let me know where <laughs> you are. Make sure you sit in the front row. <laughs> you might get, get puked on if that's what your fucking thing is, but <laughs> ugly dudes sit in the fucking back, bro. You ain't getting puked on. Just, just <laughs> you know, I had to say because I do it all the time. And it wouldn't be it wouldn't be me if I didn't do it. I have to say to you, Angela, that I admire you one for your strength and what you do. Again, we we laugh and we have a good time. That's one thing that I want us to do on here is for you to feel safe and you know to feel free to have a good time with my brothers. But you are my sister, and I I do and I did hear, you know, that you went through a pretty rough patch, but you found a way to dig yourself out of it. You found a way to keep moving forward. You you found something that you love to do that brings you joy, and you're able to smile amongst all the things that you've been through and everything that has happened. For that, I commend you. I, I appreciate your motivation. Like you said, you want the world to know that you're never going to stop. You're never going to quit. That's the message that we want to send out to the world is that even though when things are bad, the days are dark and you feel like you can't get up and you feel like it's not worth it. These people that come on are our testimonies to you guys. It's a testimony to you to get up and keep on pushing. You know, you have to get up to see the next best you. So I challenge everybody who is out here that's watching, that's listening, that ever feels like, you know, there's, it's not worth it. You, you don't have anything left in the tank. You do. The only thing that you have to do is open up your two eyes, put some effort forward and keep on trying and we can make it. And I appreciate that. So, Angela, I tell you, you are a hero to me. I, I love it. You're a beautiful lady. Uh, God bless you and your family. Being a grandmother, being a mom. You know what I mean? Being all that stuff. I, I'm, I'm happy that you came and you hung out with us. We give you a hard time, but you got tough skin. We love it. I'm, and if you are ever here or anywhere close where I can see you do your thing, I'm going to be there front row. Hopefully I'll be that handsome dude in the front row that makes you feel nervous and your stomach gets on bubbly. Yeah. With a genuine smile. Yeah, sit there as well. But yeah, so I just I just appreciate you coming on here with us and, and, and sharing your story. And being who you are, keep on pushing forward. Don't ever stop, like we said. Absolutely. Thank you so much, man. You kind of made me like misty eyed there for a second. Like, no emotions, stay where you are. Yeah. <laughs> You're totally awesome. Cool. I mean, you are. You were awesome. You killed it. I was. I'm, I'm glad I uh, stalked the shit out of you on Facebook. And <laughs> You're like, who the fuck is this guy? He just messes the fuck out of you. Like, hey. <laughs> I'm so glad I did. I mean, you're awesome. Uh, I'm, you know, you, you're, you're going to be a, a tough act to follow. Right. Anybody else coming on? Like you, you're genuine. You're sincere. It, it was just an awesome honor and a privilege to have you on as a guest with us. Absolutely. Thank you. Absolutely. 
you guys have been an absolute blast. I, I really, I appreciate this opportunity to chit chat with y'all, meet some fellow bees. Y'all are a lot of fun. Right. I, my cheeks hurt from laughing so much. So thank you for that. Hey, that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. Like Scott so said, awesome. that's the, yeah, that's Sorry. the joy we want to spread. We just want to, yeah. we, we want to do that for anybody that comes on. We just want people to know that, you know, uh, there's more out there than just staring and trying to figure it out, you know? So if we can bring on amazing people that have done amazing things, or even I know that a lot of people we bring on think that they're regular people doing regular things, but when you hear their story, you realize it's right. amazing. And so we're just happy to, to share that because, you know, we have a couple people that we know and that we follow and that we help. And, you know, a lot of the, the phrase Mark is uh, helping one veteran at a time, right? You can reach that one person, and even if it's not a veteran, just one person in general, if they get into a better space because of it, then the journey's worth it, right? So. Right. Who fucking raw? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to be stalking you on Facebook now, so you're going to have another brother <laughs> stalk you on Facebook. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah, we uh, we, we followed you. We followed your Angela K comedy with all of our social media. So thank you very much for sharing your story. Thank you for being vulnerable and sharing all the dark stuff. But, I mean – as as a brother and sisterhood we know that a lot of our strength comes from unity yep. so you're you're a part of the the triple threat vet platoon now so if you ever need anything just uh, be sure and give us a call thank you for sharing your story i i really enjoy having you on here i i really like the cbs myself because uh, i was with uh i was an ewo in the army so i got a lot of training and it just so happened that a couple of my deployments were with cbs as well so I love your story. Love, love having you on. Can't wait to see you on stage and, and we'll come and be right down front some, sometime uh, we'll yeah. to see you throw down. Awesome. Right. Well, I'm really looking forward to seeing you guys in person someday. This has been a blast. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Thank you so What's much that? for your service. <laughs> oh yeah. Thank you. Salute to you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is another episode of the Triple Threat Vet Podcast. I am your DJ, DJ Royalty, and we're coming to you live. I want to give a special shout out to everybody who goes out and watches us on Thursdays, who listens to us on the radio, listens to us wherever you listen to us at. Follow us wherever you follow us at. We love you. We thank you. And we appreciate you genuinely. So to my man, when I get my crew back in, we're going to say peace out. We're going to say we love you like we always do. But since I got my people in here, one last time, Ms. Angela, is there anything left that you want to say to the people out there before we get out of here? Just keep trucking. Just keep swimming. Just that's it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And to my man, Al Hero, my brother, my pal. Thanks for bringing on our guest, my brother. You got anything that you want to share with the world before we get out? No, I think you guys kind of nailed it. But like I said, if, if, you know, if you're waking up every morning, um, keep keep pushing forward, right? If, if it's shining, it's, it's grinding, right? So shine time is grind time. So if you're up in the morning smiling, keep pushing forward, right? Keep grinding. Love you guys. My brother. And to the man, the mellow, my man, Money Matt, up in my top right. You got anything for the people where you get out of here, my brother? Uh, well, the only thing I would say is we're getting close to Christmas time. And if you're looking for a gift, we got some uh, shirts for sale at the Got Your Six website. There's still time to get them for Christmas. Uh, you can't beat a $5 t-shirt. So if you jump in there and take a look at it, there might be some good deals for you to have. And just everybody, you know, have a good night. Have a great week and uh, keep pushing. All right. You know my man right here. My man. Bear. 
my man T.Y. What you got for the people before we get out here tonight? I'm I'm just happy to be here. Like I said, every 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 week we we share stories, we talk about things that happen, and that one little thing that that we maybe bring up if it helps one person that's listening to the audience if it helps one person that's on the panel here then that's exactly what our podcast is about love you guys thank you very much angela for coming home uh coming on the podcast i love your story and uh we'll see y'all next week all right like i said i am dj royalty but i will tell you this if there is anybody who is watching anybody who's listening anybody who cares to feel like they have a story to share with us on the triple bet uh, triple threat bet podcast please feel free to send us a message inside of our dm us send us a message let us know that you're interested and we will reach out to you and see if we can get you on here so we can talk about some stuff all right we're not going to talk about no foolishness but if you really feel like there's something that you can give to add value to anybody who's listening or add value to the show please feel free to reach out to us my girl julie willis is in the building you know i gotta give you a special shout out keep on coming back until next time, may next time be your best time. Get up, get out, do something. The holidays are coming. Love somebody, reach out to somebody. And until we see you again, peace out, my friends. We out.